Hello and you're very welcome to the Women's Rocky Report, episode 164. Little under the weather this week, so just me, a little short espresso type pod for you. We do have Eva Donaldson, Leicester and Scotland lock coming up for you. And that's reflecting, of course, on the opening round of the new revamped PWR, Professional Women's Rugby League, here in England. Just to remind you of those results... Bristol 48, Sale 5, Saracens 48 against Loughborough Lightning 7. Ealing went down to Harlequins at home 17-22. And on Sunday at Welford Road, Leicester Tigers 27, Exeter 44. To reflect on that now, let's hear from Eva Donaldson. It's a very warm welcome to the WRP to Eva Donaldson. Good morning to you. How, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Yes, very well, thank you. Yeah, I already walked the dogs. So uh, the cold wind has brushed across my face already this morning. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm on good form. How, how was the weekend? You've been part of a, a little bit of history with uh, with Leicester Tigers in their first game at uh, a PWR. How, um, how was the weekend for you? Um, yeah, experience was amazing, um, especially first game at home which was also nice, like added a wee extra touch to it. I think the girls were all extremely ready to get going and it made everyone, I think, when the game ended, we all felt even more as a team than we have before because we've all just came back together and first game out and, yeah, it was great. Yeah, absolutely. It's one thing doing doing all the practice, isn't it? But, uh, yes, to, to bind a team together, to, to probably get into the trenches and... and and uh, get down and dirty and, and play the game. 44-27 was the, uh, the the final score. What was said post-match? Um, post-match, we sort of established that, like, yes, this is our first game, and yes, people don't really know what we've got to bring yet, but we really feel like we sent a benchmark, and we don't want to go below that now. We only want to excel it. So we were gutted to get the loss but we were also quite happy with some of the parts of the game and our performance and we had a really good mixture of like good parts we can take away into next week and parts we can work on and hopefully fix and before we play Gloucester this weekend. We can into that that, uh, that Gloucester game in a, in a sec um yeah away at the champions for their first game um yeah, with a six-day turnaround, all the best. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those, isn't it? But um, let's concentrate on the on the exit just just for a moment. What what we, we like to say positive. So what what were the good bits? Um, let's take Meg Jones out of the equation. <laughs> um, she's I a think our dominance every time she goes on the field. You know, it's, was, uh, you know she, she uh, was great, amazing. and she was great to play alongside as well. Good morale within the team. Um, we thought our dominance in carries was really good. Um, we also had like three second below ruck speed, so we were quite happy with that. We wanted to play fast, we wanted to move the ball, and I think we did that really well. We were unlucky a few times where we got up in their 22 and then we made a mistake and they definitely counterfacted on that, getting the ball back down the pitch and suddenly we were in our own 22. So in that in that bit, we would need to fix like our discipline, but we were happy. Like We kicked off the game and straight away we were we were putting them on the back foot. So that's exactly how we wanted to start and coming in at half time as well. Um, we did the exact same in the second half and then dipped a wee bit within the middle. But 
come back up, that's what we can fix. Yeah, because it was it was pretty tight to, to half time, wasn't it? And it's that it's that last quarter. I make it in my maths to the three tries in the last fourteen minutes for them. Um, yeah. What what what's what's that down to? It's because it's yeah. Even like the test rugby and stuff that you played, and we'll get into that in a sec. But it's different, isn't it, at a club level? And a lot of those players from Leicester haven't played at that level whatsoever is there sort of fitness and mental fitness as, as much as physical i think definitely because it's our first game people weren't sure how their match fitness was going to be or their mental fitness and i think like you said like in that last 15 20 minutes like even just mentally we'd maybe switched off a wee bit so like just even coming offside getting a penalty then going back 10 meters like i think that really affected us but it's something we've talked about this week and it's definitely something that we've reviewed. So, Good stuff. Um, as you said, Gloucester next week, um, they had a bye in week one. Um, mm-hmm. If you're champing at the bit last week to, to get on the field, they'll be the same this week. Um, what, what, what's the plan against the, the reigning champions? I mean, you're not going to give me great detail because otherwise I'll have Vicky on the phone going, you give our tactics away. Yeah, you, um, you, you say you said against Exeter, you, you wanted to start fast and, and play fast. That ruck speed is really important to you, to you as a team. Is it the same kind of approach to to Gloucester concentrating yourselves? No, yeah, hundred percent. Like we don't want to focus too much on their game. Like obviously, we've analysed up to as much as we think was needed. We looked at a few of their players, um, but it's very much on us. Like we've brought in some things we haven't done in last week's game that we want to try this week. So it'll be very much similar, but speed is definitely our game. So that's what we're going to try and go for. And just, just pop Zoe Allcroft and Sam Monaghan in, in, in your back pocket at line out time, yeah? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> the, uh, do, do, do you relish challenges like that, presumably? No, <laughs> I, I think it's a great challenge for myself. Like, those are some players that I've always looked up to. So... Now getting to play them like week in, week out is definitely a challenge, but one that we're looking forward to. And, and just looking personally, I mean, you've you've had a, a cracking 24 months or, or so, you know, maybe you did, uh, your debut at it in Dubai um, against Columbia. That, that, that's right, isn't it? I've done my... Yeah, no, yeah that's well. right. Um, and now up to, to, to eight caps and obviously you're out in, in WXV in, in South Africa. Cape Town, I bet that was tough. It was hot, it was lovely though. Miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was I bet. Everyone was freezing. Yeah, no, I am sure. What 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 was WXV like uh, for you in that in that in that Scotland shirt? Some some really good victories and and well earned. It's been a been a tough old road to to turn the ship round. Yeah, exactly. Um I think towards the end, the second half of our Six Nations it like just started to click for us and then we went into a good summer of pre-season and we had a few internal games within that and then Spain game as well at home really built us a confidence booster as well so got the few things we've been doing training to then put into a game and then carry that through to South Africa I think really helped and yeah I think it's been a long time for Scotland but we're really on the build now and getting those three wins and then Eventually, actually winning the cup as well was great. Yeah, we uh, we spoke to Emma Ossel, your your second row partner. Said yeah, it was a it was a strange old one because you didn't know whether you'd won or not till the 
the the the following day but um i we suggested you should have just drunk all the way through but um perhaps that's not not, not great advice for professional athletes like like yourself um but but it's been a whirlwind but but i see you as one of those people in in the scotland team and it, it it's it is a very settled side um but you're kind of a, a part of a, a new generation a, a new wave just coming in behind the the, the uber experience people like um you know jade congle roberts uh, yeah you're part of this new wave the likes of you know uh, emma or um yourself Fran McGee, you know, youngsters coming into in, into the squad uh, how much do you feel that that responsibility to, to to take what what um those those foundations that those guys have, have built and, and moved move the team on yeah, it's great. I think having the older ones in the squad with the experience, like we've definitely learned a lot from like from myself, like Emma Wassel and Sarah Bonner in the second row. Like I can't say how can't fault them. Like I've learned so much from them and it's great to now take that into Leicester Tigers here and try and establish that myself here. Um but yeah, they've left such a legacy for us to follow on to and keep building on. Well, you you seamlessly, um, brilliantly gone gone back to to Leicester Tigers, which you know, where I wanted to take it next. We, we're saying one of the less experienced, one of the youngsters coming in the Scotland squad, uh, at Leicester Tigers, being a, a fully fledged international, I'm guess people are, are looking up to you a, a little bit more. Are they very different roles in the two squads you're in? Um, I wouldn't say it's massively different, but I do feel coming coming into Leicester Tigers, yeah. Um, having some experience of playing like against national sides, people have definitely looked at us and gone like, what sort of things should we do here? But I think from my own learning and my own experience, that's actually pushing me on further. So I think it's good to put me in that position and put me under pressure and have a bit of accountability as well. So you you, you enjoy that pressure is a privilege. Is it for you? A wee bit. It's hard, but it definitely helps. It definitely pushes me. And and, and and why 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 Leicester Tigers? Um, if I'm honest, I visited the club with Evie Wills as well, and just like the tour, the history, like it all sounded really special, and I just thought it was great to be in a club that's going to make all this history from day one that we're going to be involved in, hopefully. So, I think that's why it won it up for me, and yeah, that was it. And did, did did it on on Saturday at um, Matthew Anlevit um, at Welford Road? Um, did it live up to to that expectation? Home, home, home first game. Yeah, it felt. It actually felt like we had um, just under a thousand people there, so it actually felt like like I had a good buzz about it. Um, we could definitely hear the crowd, which was nice as well, and they were all back in Tigers as well, so that was lovely. So, yeah, it felt really special and it was really nice to go over to some of the fans at the end and say hello. And... Yeah, special, isn't it? That's been yeah. a thousand. Come on, Leicester. <laughs> Get to well, the roundabout. If you haven't experienced women's rugby, believe, I, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Get down to the roundabout and um, and watch the, the Tigers women's play because... Um, yeah, it's a it's a very different game, but it's um it's a brilliant game. So we want to see that that thousand grow, don't we? Certainly. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And hopefully, at our double header with the men, that'll be even bigger. So. Yeah, that's a what, a couple of weeks time, isn't it? Third uh, of December, Loughborough Lightning and Newcastle for the men as well. 
and time? Oh, I think we're late kickoff. I think we're five thirty, and the men are just before. Nice. I, I thought I thought it was going to be a perfect sales pitch, uh, but let's get the time now because um, that's only the right thing to do. I'm feverishly going on the internet, um, and it's at five thirty. So do get down to um, Welford Road for that one. Eva, thank you so much for joining us. Really enjoyed our, our, our chat. Um, good luck with uh, with everything at, at Leicester Tigers uh, and with Scotland into the Six Nations and beyond. Thank you so much. It was lovely to speak to you. Expected results really from round one of the PWR Bristol thought were impressive considering first game of the season. It's going to be fascinating this weekend. Um, Sale... Now, there's plenty there to, to work on. There's new signings coming in. Rigoni, of course, scoring their first try of the season. She will be a superstar. Some lovely touches from her. Saracen's very dominant uh, against Loughborough Lightning. Yeah, and a good performance from, from Ealing um, to keep Harlequins down to 17-22. They'll be pleased with that as a, an opening salvo. Uh, and then Leicester was certainly in the fight, weren't they? Um, right in it. Till half time in that last sort of 15 20 minutes, Exeter pulled away. So, this Saturday, Ealing hosts Saracens 4.45 for that one. Half past five, the champions take their bow against Leicester. Tough game that uh, first game away from home for Leicester. Evening game of the quarterback with Sale taking on Harlequins. And then Sunday, the live game on TNT Sports, quarter past 12 for a half past 12 kickoff at Sandy Park, Exeter facing Bristol that will be absolutely fascinating I'm Sadie Bayer and you're listening to the Women's Rugby Pod Let's get you up to date with the, the news from around the world and there's plenty of it Sao Paulo Brazil hosting Portugal in a two test series with the both these countries' ambitions are now part with WXV, of course, to, to grow their games, to play more test matches, to climb up the ranks. Brazil recorded their first ever test win. 49th, they are ranked in the world against Portugal. 25th in the world. 10-7 in a real nail-biter for that one. Thank you, Scone Queens, for that information. Detailed as ever. In Tunis, Tunisia won the first of a two-game series against Uganda, 26-17. It was the first ever meeting between these two at test level. This follows a development plan between the two countries signed last month, agreeing to regular series like this. Last weekend, the French League Elite A got underway. Pool 1 saw healthy home wins for Stade Bordelais, Rogmanau, which is a Clermont, and Montpellier over Babogny, Stade Francais and Lille, respectively. Pool 2, however, had two away wins. Bragnac went to Lyon and won 17-22. The champion Stade Toulouse picked up a win in Lens and Grenoble kicked off with victory over Stade René. This weekend, in the Elite Art Feminine, Stade Francais hosts Stade Bordelais, Grenoble off to Blagnac. The champions, another away game for them at Lyon. Rogmanau, which is Clermont, host Lille, Stade up against Lens and Babogny against Montpellier. 
In Ireland, the AAL is in full swing. After seven rounds, your bows are faultless, dropping just a single point. Blackrock and Old Belvedere have six wins. Then Railway Union on four. Cook find themselves at the bottom of the table. Just Wicklow against Railway Union this Saturday. Five o'clock if you're near the Ashton Town Lane. Route eight proper gets back underway weekend after next. In New Zealand, an under-20 development camp for the first ever time has taken place at the New Zealand Camp for Innovation and Sport. Big up to New Zealand RFU for getting that sorted. That's like gear change. Um, Some upsetting reports in the last week from Scotland and Wales. The Scottish Rugby Union has apologised for its handling of Siobhan Cattigan's death and says it let down her family. The family said there are those within the Scottish rugby who have questions to answer regarding the treatment or lack thereof towards Siobhan. Their statement read, Siobhan suffered two concussions on Scotland duty and her family have previously criticised the governing body for not holding an independent inquiry into the circumstances that led to her death in 2021. They say she has not been given the required assistance for her brain injuries and the family began legal action against the Scottish Rugby Union and World Rugby. They describe Scottish Rugby's previous approach as shameful, but commended its new chairman, John McGuigan. Mr McGuigan contacted us months ago to say he wished, as far as his capabilities would permit, to right the wrongs, the statement continued. We're extremely grateful that he's acted with integrity, humanity and decency, reaching out to us from an organisation that had previously treated our family and more importantly Siobhan's memory shamefully with unkind comments and disrespectful actions being made by senior executive. Speaking at the SRU annual meeting on Saturday, McGuigan said the governing body should have managed the tragic situation better and take responsibility for the handling of certain elements surrounding Siobhan's funeral. In Wales, the full independent review, which was commissioned to explore bullying, sexism and harassment in the Welsh game, has been published. The panel found all this to be rife alongside governance structures unfit for the modern era, a culture that was often racist and homophobic and a dismissive attitude towards women's rugby. The experiences of many female employees and board members along with the mistreatment of the women's game, is just incredibly depressing to hear. Amanda Blanc employed, of course, by the WU, the uh, professional board chair, a hugely successful businesswoman in her own right, right, sent two, felt the need to send two scathing communications about the way in which key decisions were being made and the way in which other women, uh, including herself, were spoken to and about. It's just truly shocking. Off the back of that, we probably should just note Nigel Walker uh, in various roles that uh, he's been in the WRU uh, does deserve some credit for putting a line in the sand and, and putting the women's game at the forefront and sticking to his word in the large part. Well, the good news surrounding the Celtic Nations is that the Celtic Challenge Tournament is back. The cross-border competition organised by the IRFU, Scottish Rugby Union and WRU, with financial support from World Rugby, of course, has been confirmed to run for a second year and will span an 11-week period from the 
18th of December through to the 3rd of March next year. Now, just to finish up, just remind you of the fixtures for the PWR Round 2 in England. Ealing hosting Saracens on Saturday afternoon, 4.45. Harpers 5, Gloucester against Leicester. While Sale take on Quinn's evening kickoff for that one. And Sunday, the live game on TNT Sports. Just to remind you, Harpers 12 kickoff. Quarter past 12 will be on air. Sandy Park, Exeter face Bristol. That's it. So it's a short little pod this week. Yeah, it's the rest of the week in bed. Next week we'll come with you with a much fuller offering. Until then, stay safe and enjoy your ruckus.